Welcome to the New Christian Podcast, where new Christians and seasoned Christians can get their questions answered. My name is Pastor Jim, and I'll be your host for this podcast. We'll be discussing a lot of different topics, such as how to read your Bible, uh, what it means to be a Christian in the world today, how do we live out our faith, and many other topics. Come and join us as we begin our episode. Greetings and welcome to episode 10 of the new Christian podcast. I want to thank you for joining me again this week uh, for this episode. Uh, This is the last episode in series one, uh, and we'll be moving on to series two next week. Uh, And in series two, we're going to be dealing with the doctrines of the faith, uh, such as who is God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and other topics that we as Christians hold to Uh, on our faith. Uh, But for now, let's get into this week's topic of how to fight battles faithfully. You know, this is such a big uh, topic uh, that uh, we as Christians deal with uh, on a regular basis. How do we fight our battles faithfully? And and those battles uh, can seem so overwhelming that we don't know uh, where to begin, where the middle is, and where the end. We just seem to get stuck in these battles. These battles could be anything uh, that you're going through from time to time. See, but remember, the battle is not yours. The battle is the Lord's. And we need only to read... 2 Chronicles chapter 20, to be convinced. 2 Chronicles is in the Old Testament, uh, chapter 20, and this is the story of King Jehoshaphat. He was the ruler of Judea, which is the southern kingdom of Israel uh, at the time, and, and he is credited for working really hard to turn Judah back to God, back to the one true God. Despite his good and godly work, his tiny kingdom suddenly faced this unprovoked war against three hostile neighbors who joined together and now surrounded Judah. It says, it says in 2 Chronicles chapter 20, verse 2, it says, Some men came, to t- came and told Jehoshaphat, A vast army is coming against you in Edom. It is already in Hezeron, Tamar, which is near the Engedi. Uh, how did Jehoshaphat respond? You would think he might rally his troops, plan a counterattack, and reinforce his borders, or even panic. But he didn't do any of those things. Instead, in chapter 6, the truth is how we face our battles. And number one, it tells us, before responding, seek after God's guidance. This is number one. Notice in verse three of chapter 20, he says, 
Alarmed, Jehoshaphat resolved to inquire of the Lord, and he proclaimed a fast for all Judah. Before responding to this battle, seek God's guidance. That's number one. Don't go rashly and think of something that might not be a good idea because you're afraid. Or, or that you are just so overwhelmed with this battle, this unforeseen circumstance, that you, you think harshly or you think that you can't handle it. Respond by seeking God's guidance. Before any planning is made, before Jehoshaphat ran to any counselors, Jehoshaphat sought the Lord. Secondly, acknowledge that God is in control. Notice in verse 5, chapter 20, he says this, O Lord, God of our fathers, are you not the God who is in heaven? You rule over all the kingdoms of the nation. Power and might are in your hands, and no one can withstand you. The enemies weren't driving the circumstances. They had no authority over God's people. No matter how desire, dire the circumstances were, God is sovereign. God's in control. The power and might are in your hands and no one can withstand you. Don't let that battle drive you. Don't let the enemy drive you. Let God be in control. And thirdly, remember God's faithfulness and promises. Look at the second half of verse 5 all the way to verse 9 in chapter 20 of 2 Chronicles. Oh, our God, did you not drive out the inhabitants of this land before your people Israel and give it forever to the descendants of Abraham, your friend? They have lived in it and have built in it a sanctuary for your, your name, saying, if calamity comes upon us, whether the sword or the judgment or the plagues or the famine, we will stand in your presence before this temple and bear your name and we'll cry out to you in our distress and you will hear us and save us. You see, each new trial that we experience can be cause can cause a new crisis of belief for us. Remember how God has already worked on our behalf, bolsters our faith during trials? God's already completed the task. He's already working on it before you even realize there's a battle to come. He's already figured it out. Just rest on his faithfulness and his promises. In the heat of the battle, whisper to your soul that God did not take you this far to drop you now. He is close. He is present. And he is actively searching and solving problems 
and battles in your life. Don't be dismayed. Don't let our fear of failure, our fear of these battles, control our outcome. Let God control the outcome by our faith and by his faithfulness and his promises to us. And number four, he acknowledged utter dependency on the Lord. In verse 12 of chapter 20, he says this, For we have no power to face this vast army that is attacking us. We do not know what to do, but our eyes are upon you. Again, Jehoshaphat goes back to the promises of God. He goes back to what God has called him to do and what God has promised to do through him and in him. Such a vulnerable place, isn't it? Was God unaware of their need? Obviously not. Was he busy with other matters and needed to tuck needed a tug to get his attention? Of course not. When circumstances overwhelm us, we can think of that. But God knew their plight. And God, who only acts in perfect love, allowed his people to get to a place of utter dependency on him. Sometimes when we enter a battle or we enter a circumstance or an unforeseen problem or issue, we seem to feel so overwhelmed that we forget to depend on God, depend on his promises that have already been worked out. God already knows the outcome and it's to benefit us, not to harm us. A place of absolute dependency on God is a good place to be. It is where we learn to trust God the most, seeking God the most, and seeing God the most. And boy, we're where there is about, and we are about to see God. Listen to this. This is what the Lord said to you. He's saying again, do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast army, for the battle is not yours, but God's. That is the central truth of this narrative. This is what the Lord says to you. And I'm speaking to you who are listening to this podcast. Do not be afraid or discouraged because of the vast army army, or let's replace that with the vast battle, with the vast fear, with the vast problem, with the vast issue, with the vast turmoil, with the vast sickness, with the vast plague, with the vast pandemic. For the battle is yours, is not yours, but God's. That's the central narrative. We could stop right here. And we've had, we would have enough meat to feed us for days. But let's keep going because what God does is so jaw-dropping, we have to finish the story. Listen to this in verse 16. 
tomorrow, march down against them. They will be climbing up by the pass of Ziz, and you will find them at the end of the gorge and the desert of Jezreel. You will not have to fight this battle. Take up your positions, stand firm, and see the deliverance of the Lord and what he'll give you. O Judah and Jerusalem, do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Go out to face them tomorrow, and the Lord will be with you. My friends, the battle was the Lord's. But they didn't get to stay home in bed, and neither do we. In faith, they had to march out, take up positions, and stand firm. But God would deliver beyond their wildest imaginations, just like he's doing for us today. We don't have to stay in bed and wait on God. Sometimes we need to get up, get dressed, and stand firm on his promises and watch how God will work. Next, we need to worship the Lord. Listen to what he says in verse 18. Jehoshaphat bowed with his face to the ground and all the people of Judah and Jerusalem fell down in worship before the Lord. We must worship the Lord. What's changed? The dark cloud of a gathering enemy still loomed but Israel had tended with fear, traded fear with faith, ushering in praise. They've traded fear with faith, and they ushered in praise. Worship God amidst the problems, amidst the battles. Worship God. And finally, thank God for his goodness before the rescue. Listen in verse 20 here. Early in the morning, they left for the desert of Tuka. Jehoshaphat appointed men to sing to the Lord and to praise him for the splendor of his holiness as they went out at the head of the army, saying, giving Thanks to the Lord, for his love endures forever. Thank God for what he's already going to do for the rescue of that battle. Give thanks to God. You see, God is love. And no circumstance that will ever exist on this good earth will change that. Can you even imagine how fragrant the thanks and the praise offered in the hour, in that hour, was to God? Oh my gosh. To be a man or woman that knows and declares that God is, go, is good before we even catch the first glimpse of his deliverance. Now let's 
unfold this last part. God is sovereign. God will go before you. He will continue to fight your battles, guide you, and love you if we only follow behind him and allow him to work. Thank God for his goodness before the rescue because it's coming. Only through God can we find peace, love, grace, and mercy in a time of battle. Let us not forget. I want to thank you for staying with me these last 10 episodes, and I look forward to uh, seeing you in the coming uh, weeks with series two, where we'll be talking about who really is this God we serve and what we truly believe as Christians in our faith, who's God, who's Jesus, who's the Holy Spirit, and other doctrines that we hold close to us as believers in Jesus Christ. Won't you be blessed this week? I want to thank you for joining me on the New Christian Podcast today. And if you have any questions or would like help with anything, uh, feel free to contact me on my anchor.fm dashboard, uh, my Facebook and Twitter. Uh, Links links are there. And you can also reach me if you uh, are on YouTube and you search Preacher Jim C. My YouTube channel will come up and you can message me there. Uh, And I want to thank you for joining us and have a blessed day. Thank you.